Welcome to Bipolar Inquiry, drafting and crafting bipolar consciousness since 2016 by philosophizing, relanguaging, and harvesting mania's special messages, meaning visions, extraordinary experiences, ideas, insights, superpowers, possibilities, synchronicity, and parallel worlds. The Bipolar Inquiry podcast is not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Information discussed on the show is not medical advice. Now, let's get started with this episode. paper on memes talked about how there are memes that need to modify their environment in order to survive and I feel like in a beautiful environment those memes would survive better so if somebody's having sort of altruistic and and spiritual memes come through them and they're in a beautiful place that's going to be more sustainable than say if one's walking down the most poverty-stricken street in their city. And I also feel those sorts of memes are going to alter the environment, and that's what I talk about with the neurotribe of bipolar, is that it's actually trying to change the environment to actually have one be able to sustain those perceptions. And I feel like one of the most fundamental things about the whole process is that it's trying to restore us to learning. The whole process of bipolar is a learning process for sure. And we usually learn about it in terms of illness. And then I think that actually collapses the infinite unfolding learning process that it's supposed to be because it's then oh I'm this person with this mental illness and these are my symptoms instead of it's just all unfolding and constantly learning and new insights and perceptions all the time and I wrote down that there's no separate person with a mental illness the fact that we think we're separate people is the mental illness the ego is an illness and the supposed mental illness comes in and breaks up the ego structure which appears as mental illness and i think i wrote down bipolar is sort of like entropy it's an increase in randomness but i think this is for the arising of a different order it's taking that linear ego structure and breaking it up and because of that we have access to more information because that ego state actually wastes energy because it's processing old information which is like not processing anything at all so when that breaks down we start to process more information because it's not in the way anymore we have access to more information and a lot of times when it's related to the ego that's when like past karma or this life karma comes up or the collective unconscious because we probably were supposed to sort of be accessing and unfolding that with that all the time throughout our life but it built up because the ego structure blocked that energy from actually flowing and I was even watching a video on flow again and they talked about how they find it so fascinating that the brain actually is less active in flow and that's again because all of this activity 
is a bunch of energy being wasted. So when the brain is less active, the energy is kind of flowing through the brain and it's more powerful to have the energy flowing through instead of bouncing around in the prefrontal cortex doing all these things that are supposedly higher levels of of function in the brain when those higher levels of function have been hijacked and are wasting our energy instead of just using it when need be to calculate how to get from A to B it's talking about old memories and things and so we're not actually in the present moment and they talked about in flow how it's all about being in the present moment well one doesn't have to do extreme sports in order to be in the present moment that's why people are meditating and all of this stuff in order to get into the present moment so the thing that we actually tout the highest our prefrontal cortex and all of its musings is the thing that gets in the way and is in the way of us actually being present and all that stuff is actually the ego stuff and that's the stuff we try to band-aid back up which is this ego dopamine complex happening when the process of map consciousness and trans consciousness is trying to break that down so the energy can flow through and then when the energy starts flowing through because it's breaking down this ego process is still trying to make associations and abstractions and yet there's more energy and information coming through so it's infinitely confusing I like what Alan Watts says which is you are what the entire universe is doing at this point in space-time and with this access to all this information we realize that the whole universe is folded up in us we are the entire universe what it's doing at this point in space-time and I talked about before perhaps how we share the entire universe except for our bodies physically but everything else all the energy and everything we all share it we're all bathed in it we're all walking through it so we're actually all very much exactly the same except for our bodies which is a convenient way for us to interact with each other it's like the universe interacting with itself I was thinking about learning and how learning is naturally rewarding without seeking a reward so rewarding is sort of an iffy term to use but we're usually seeking some kind of reward in terms of pleasure but when we're actually learning the learning in itself is rewarding and yet there's no reward but the learning and I was thinking that the reward might be new neural circuits when we're abstracting and we have the ego process going of thought it's old and it's boring so then we naturally have to always be looking for some kind of reward instead of actually learning moment to moment which is a naturally rewarding thing it's naturally rewarding to children to learn they don't need a cookie every time they learn the most mundane thing so I feel like because we've stopped learning we start earning we start looking for rewards through money through dopamine 
And learning requires perception. It requires being able to see. And it's difficult to see if we have all this me on our mind screen. The me can't learn. It can only accumulate new bits to itself, which only strengthens the me, which blocks learning. And so perception as seeing, as understanding, is gives us energy. And I feel like that energy probably goes towards creating new brain circuits. And that's why in bipolar, it's like this hyper learning state. It's this very energetic state. And that energy is trying to create new neural circuits to create these new neural pathways for us to actually live and see and perceive and experience and be in a different reality. And the ego makes us immune to this learning process and then we need all these rewards and pleasures. And this perception, this seeing in a new way is actually the energy required to rewire the brain. I was also thinking of map consciousness and trans consciousness as sort of a wisdom tradition. It's like this new way of being and there's like this whole philosophy around it and there's this whole context around it that needs to be unfolded. This whole context of being part of this neuro tribe as opposed to just having the context of me with my mental illness. By being in society, there needs to be a me with a mental illness because that's how society understands it. Whereas if one is part of the neural tribe, one moves towards actually creating other dimensions of society that are more specific to that way of perceiving and being. Instead of saying, I'm going to remain in society with my mental illness, I'm going to create outside of society so then I don't actually experience it myself as being mentally ill because I'm not bumping up against these things that are basically against my neurology. People use the term that's against my religion. Well, it could be that's against my neurology. And another thing is we don't realize that we are a source of information for ourselves by reading reality. And we can actually grow our brain. Our brain can be a seed of the mind and we can grow our brain to be in alignment with the collective mind. And I feel like thinking about oneself is misusing thinking because thinking is actually part of being able to communicate insight, which is seeing and understanding something new. And so one might see and understand something holistically in a flash, but then it takes supposed thinking to unfold that and speak it out and communicate it out. So we can create new memes. And that's the endomimetics and the epimimetics. And when we do that, we create new neurology and we create new genes as well. And it's not about believing, but seeing for oneself. An ego might need to believe something, but when the learning process is activated, one can see things for oneself and there's no belief required. I feel like it's important to unfold one's own meaning in self-dialogue and 
eventually dialogue. Otherwise, we're closed loops. And when we're closed loops, our energy is not available for the greater system of humanity, for human consciousness. It's almost like that neurotribe is not part of the conversation. And then by having all these closed loops, one isn't unfolding context for the greater complexity of humanity. And so it makes sense that some of those closed loops would go towards randomness and entropy in order to actually maximize complexity of the system. Because systems have to move towards maximum complexity. And if everybody is more machine-like and robotic and just going about their little habitual things, that is not maximizing complexity. So some ego habit structures break down and then they're they're changing the dynamic of the system. But then people who are in the ego system, trained as professionals, try to get people back into this little system of habit. And the process of map consciousness is trying to connect us as human beings in dialogue. And we've been turned into bio-machines when we're supposed to be dynamic learners, information processors, unfolders. The ego consciousness is sort of like if we had a space probe that could go throughout the universe infinitely. The ego equivalent would be like sending the probe to Saturn and then just getting it to go around Saturn for all eternity in, in a loop. And then we start to think that the only thing out there is Saturn and that the space probe is Saturn whereas it could go anywhere and so in a way by being stuck in habit it's like just being a probe that could go anywhere but really just staying in a very very limited loop and we need to see things on our clear mind screen perception with a clear mind screen. One of the things that gets in the way is TV and media because it pollutes our mind screen. It's not clear. And it's having all those lower energies resonate on our mind screen. So we can't actually perceive anything above the collective level of consciousness of the media and the TV and the entertainment that we consume. That could be one of the ways that travel actually allows some people to go into other states of consciousness is that they're not really consuming media stuff. So the mind screen releases some of its allostatic load. So the ego is a false equilibrium. If I have any goal with this, besides my own self dialogue and unfolding context, it would be to restore the brain to learning because otherwise one just clings on to some facts that seem believable and then holds on to that when really 
if one is able to restore one's brain to learning, one will see one's own facts unfolding infinitely and learning that way versus learning from what other people are saying. So nothing I say is to be believed. I don't even believe any of it. I forget most of it after I say it. It doesn't really have any value unless one sees it for oneself. And I, I think that's what I've learned through this process so far is that the brain can just keep learning without accumulating and that's the thing when the brain is always in a state of learning whatever one encounters one will be able to see clearly and understand so there's always that that security and that self-sufficiency and it seems that our biomechanical energy is limited by our programming. So how I move is habitual, whether it's driving to work and then coming home and sitting down watching TV. The way I've been programmed by habit is limiting how I move biomechanically. And I think that's part of what happens in map consciousness is since those habit structures are, are scrambled one has access to so many more degrees of freedom of movement because the movement is actually tied into the programming thank you for listening to bipolar inquiry if you're enjoying the show please feel free to rate subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts remember use your voice craft your consciousness embody your potential enter a quantum paradigm the bipolar inquiry podcast is not meant to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease information in this show is not medical advice Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.